0: opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the host and are not representative of their employers spouses or associates if you haven't gathered from the title the language used on the show is akin to that of a high school boys locker room listener discretion is advised the advice given in this podcast is worth what you pay for it which is nothing well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another fun-filled episode of the f Up Farming Podcast. I'm your host, and with me in the studio tonight is Tyler Martin. How you doing, Tyler? I'm good. Yeah? I'm a little down. It is. It's, I was trying to pick the, pick the beat back up after the bad news that we got. <clears throat> Did we get bad news? Well, we were, we were severely let down. We got lied to and ghosted. Something Looking at along you, those Hadley. Lines. Yeah, way to go, Giggles. Son of a bitch. I mean, if you're going to no-show, no-call, why tell me you're going to come at all? I, I'm a little confused as to why, you know, at like 7, 7.30, it's like, I think I'm going to be a little late. And then uh, 8.30, 8.40? Yeah, we're back to no-show, no-call. People get fired for that. Well, I, technically it was a call, but... No, no, because he did not call that he's not coming. Well, he, s- he said he'd be late. Huh? If you have a very loose interpretation of the term late... I mean... If he ever comes back, then he's, he's, he's just late. Yeah, he, I guess so. I guess he's just late at that point. But that's okay. It's neither here nor there. We're not here to talk about giggles and his bullshit, Jake Spoon, Tom tomfuckery ways. I mean, he's just too leaky a vessel to put much hope in, Tyler. You know what we are here to talk about, Royce? We're here to talk about Cliss Farms. Hepburn, Saskatchewan. They got anything for sale? Um, I'm pretty sure February 15th, 2022. <laughs> They've they got some tension season. It. Was it 22 or 23? Yes. Um, uh, Who knows at this point, man? (laughs) Who knows at this point? I don't for sure. You can also check them out on their uh, podcast of uh, livestock. Heck of a podcast for Canadians. It's not bad. It's not bad. We need some more episodes to come out. But Typical deal when you're dealing with the Canuck. Supposedly we're going to be on one. No, we're not. He just wasted our time trying to make us feel good. He didn't even record it. He was just sitting over there. <laughs> he just sitting there <laughs> talking. Jackasses. So, you know, check this out. <laughs> Stupid Americans. <laughs> I wasted <laughs> three hours of their time. Yeah. Yeah. And they have nothing to show for it. Sitting over there smoking one of his French cigarettes in those long holders like the women in the French <laughs> use <laughs> Um, also, we've got Mo Cattle Company. They do have something for sale. His name is Reggie, and he is ready to go to work. be perfect if you got a nice fall cabin herd. Would be perfect. So. We've also potentially got a half a beef for sale, depending on when you hit me up. Well, you better get after it, folks. That half a beef's going to go quick. It is. Real quick. Quality Sim Angus Genetics. Or Angus. Of the best. There you go. Best since 2023. Hey, it's a sim angus genetic. This is 2023. Mm-hmm. Well, unless they get the the other one, and it's a little almost Angus, Angus adjacent. It fits most of the boxes. Yeah, Except I mean it's good enough for the Papers certified DNA, Angus program. Yeah, okay, okay. We're getting get into, into more the weeds. Than check getting getting check into those. the weeds. Um, so we also got Meat Club Lambs and the Jody Palage Memorial Barbecue Cookoff That's happening on Labor Day weekend. Make sure to check them out on Facebook. They've got a page, a group, all that. It's good to go. Uh, Meat Club Lambs, I'm um, betting they're sold out or it's too late. But it's never too late for next year, Tyler. Never too late to get your foot in the door. Get go your ahead name on and call them up. Tell them how much money you want to spend. Best people in Wheeler County. Been voted on. Sure has. And they won. Landslide election. No doubt. And we know that those ballots were all official because they didn't allow the mail-in ballots. Awesome. Mm -hmm. No Dominion voting machines in Wheeler County. That is good to hear. Glad that the election's staying safe in Wheeler County. And also, we've got Texas Beverage and Package of Groom, Texas. Purveyors of Fine Spirits. Anything you want, they can get their hands on, I'm sure. They're all about it they're all about it as we can attest they have, have quite, quite the selection. selection quite the selection good prices if if they don't have what you're looking for they're going to point you at something you need don't forget they sell beer they sell wine they sell it all they have one stop shop sweet little honey hole for whiskey though it's a good one it's a good one the whiskeys and the tequilas they got a lot of stacked them. stacked um, and then finally, rounding out this fine cast, we've got Ballard's Guns in White Deer, Texas. Check them out online, ballardsguns.com. If you want it, they'll get it. Sometimes as soon as the next day. <clears throat> Great prices. Helpful people. Awesome people.
1: Some Maybe you people. don't
0: know what you want. Maybe you don't know what you need. They'll help you out. Yeah, he'll give you ideas. He'll point you in the direction. It's not ever that you don't need a gun. That you don't know yet what, what you gun need you need. Yeah. And they can help point you in the right direction on those, those. You get an idea of what you want, Dad, and he will uh, he'll help you out there. No doubt. No doubt. Okay, so let's move on into the Texas Beverage and Package Booze Review. Royce, what do we have this evening? I thought that was me dropping my phone, but it was the dog. I thought it was too. We so. have Steel Austin, the musician. Straight bourbon whiskey, 49.2 alcohol by volume or 98.4 proof for all of you Oklahoma listeners. This thing has been aged at least two years. When a musician combines chords, rhythms, and melodies, the result taps into something deep inside us. The straight bourbon is more than just Texas-grown corn, rye, and malted barley distilled and aged in oak barrels. It's music in a bottle. When you try our straight bourbon, we recommend putting on a record you love. This is the best way to drink our new straight bourbon, by letting it sink down into the best parts of you. Drink locally. Enjoy responsibly. Steelaustin.com I'm not sure I like what they're writing there. Oh, it's awful wordy for one. That's a that's a pop. Stay up there with it. Um, it's it to have a nice pop, but it's awful wordy, and I'm not sure about uh, that. I'm actually pouring this into the best parts of me because they seem like kind of the most used parts of me. Your mouth. You use your mouth up all day, bud. In the stomach. and the livers. That's an almost grassy smell about it. Yeah, I, I can see grass. Like a sweet, sweet mm-hmm. hay. Very sweet, sweet grass. grass. Yeah. Smells a little hot. Yeah, it, it definitely, you can smell the alcohol in it. I'm almost thinking like uh, sweet corn still in the field. Because it's got a little corn to it. <coughs> I do get some corn. But it's not quite a silagey smell. No, it's definitely not the... Uh... Fermented corn. It's just kind of got like uh, corn out the bin. Mm-hmm. It's pretty oak forward. It's, it's a heavy oak. Got some cinnamon. Yeah. You got cinnamon, cinnamon sugar it's sweet. Right on the tip of your tongue it's sweet. Boy, that'll warm me up on a on a cold night. It's got a nice burn to it. It's not a it's not as bad as what I thought it was going to be. Burn wine? By the smell. There is so much cinnamon in that. Quite a bit of cinnamon. Like, you know, that cinnamon candy, the Red Hots? No. Like Christmas candy, you know, that kind of, look, kind of looks like peanut brittle. Oh, yeah. It's got the powdered sugar mm-hmm, stuff on top mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is what this tastes like. He got it. Good dog. He went back up there. He, he, saw- he got a good dog. I'm not going to lie, Royce. I don't think I'm a fan of this. You know who I think would be a big fan of this? Giggles? Giggles. You want to know why? Because he's a big fan of cinnamon liquor.
1: The Fireball. Such
0: as your Fireball. Fireballs. That has a, I mean, tastes like Fireball. I mean, it's it's not that cinnamon. Cinnamon-y, it's so cinnamon. But I mean, it's not that sweet either. Um, it's not it's not sweet enough. For I mean, sure. it's it is sweet enough for bourbon, but it is not sweet enough for the the Fireball. I mean, you're gonna get somebody disappointed. They're gonna try and make whatever that weird drink with Fireball and cream and I can't remember what that drink is, but it's it's a weird drink that. Supposed to taste like something and supposedly does. I'm doing a terrible job describing this thing. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm not even sure that I do, but you're talking about the cream soda and fireball This supposed to taste like a cinnamon roll. That's it, yeah. That actually, outside of it just being god awful cinnamon flavored, it, it, <laughs> it does kind of taste like a cinnamon roll. Like if your granny didn't know how to make, didn't know how to use like cinnamon in cinnamon rolls and she just used cinnamon candies or scope. And thought, man, this would be good enough. Um, that, that's what that cinnamon roll tastes like. Well, one thing about it, I'm going to say this is not, this isn't terrible. It's not as bad as what I was afraid it was going to be. I actually have heard very high things about the Still Austins. I have too. I have not heard anything specifically about this one. I've heard the cash strength is good. Maybe I should have got the cash strength. Maybe. Um, I I do not care for this. You just don't care for it. That is way too much cinnamon for me, man i say I don't hate it. I mean I don't I don't love it, but I don't hate it. I'm giving that a three point eight. Damn. I do not care for that. Three point eight. See that's gonna go a five two. Well I mean everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Just cause yours is wrong doesn't make it any less valid. Hyde's telling you you're full of shit. You know what? If I ordered a whole truckload of fuck-ups and only you came, I wouldn't think I got (laughs) shortchanged. Okay, so that's a 3.8 and a 5.2. Oh, Hyde just decided he chose poorly. (laughs) Buyer's remorse. (laughs) Damn it. I was going to go. I'm just telling everybody goodbye. (laughs) I've been there, bud. Whenever the whenever the whenever the the DD says they're going home, they mean right then. They don't mean in a minute. They mean it's time to leave. No, no, it's like what the hell? Where did mom go? It's not one of those deals where you know, like you get to walk around, say bye to everybody, finish a drink, maybe grab a second one. No, it's it's get your get your purse, get your shit, get in the truck. We're leaving. It's time to go home. Yep, you know, ended up riding like twenty miles in the back of a single cab Ford pickup one night like that. Oh, yeah? Yep. Well, that's fun. My sister left me. Wouldn't have been that bad except for it was January 18th or some shit like that. (laughs) It was all negative four that night. More than a little chilly. And believe it or not, I wasn't wearing a parka because we'd been at a barn party inside. It was heated. Yeah. Not enough jacket. Not enough jacket. No. Never enough And there jaguar. was not enough people in the bed of that pickup to really pile up. and Well, that's unfortunate. It was. I'm glad you survived, though, buddy. I'm glad you're still here. I am, too. Most days. Most days. <laughs> Most days. But what a way to go out, right? Your sister abandons you. Like, you get to hold that over for the rest of her life. What? What? Did you break it? There. I think you broke it. I mean, this is very, very cinnamon, but it's not not off-puttingly cinnamony to me. I do not care for it, it's and I still, like cinnamon. It's still got enough sweet, and I think maybe we'll find something else about it. I doubt it, but maybe. Um, we probably will not. But it's always good to hope, I suppose. So here we are. We're fifteen minutes into this deal. I feel like we've been a little yeah. draggy. We had some some things happen beforehand, but we can't 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 let that stop us now. We broke our hearts were broken. Well, I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to give that son of a bitch the satisfaction. (laughs) Just like his prom date, I will not let him hold me down. (laughs) And moving onward and upward. Onward and upward. We're going to move on to the Meat Club Lambs Farming Fuck Up of the Week. Okay, so this one was sent in to us by Sorghum Jesus. You may remember him from Conspiracy Corner. Uh, so what we got here is, it looks like a video of some security camera footage. Just a, an average day. Look out. Whoa, look out. So we see a pickup emerge from the side going down the highway there. Everything's good. Everything's cool. Looks like, a, like your standard kind of feed truck. Yeah, I right? mean, it, it could be anyone around here. Could be anybody. Yeah But it's not It's this guy And so what he The official pupper Of the Iftup Farming Podcast Has Become the official Problem child So now that we're past Some of that Well Buyer's remorse He did it again he doesn't understand why people keep offering him something and then closing the door. Hey, what? We, we want freedom to come back and forth. Just let me roam. I'm a farm dog. I'm not a town dog. I'm not made to be chained. Freedom. This house is a prison. But anyway. And so this pickup emerges from the right side of the frame. Going a pretty good clip. I mean, highway speed. Not nothing terrible. Not getting too fancy about it. And there's cars going in the other direction. And then the next thing we know, oh, what's that? Like an eight-bell trailer? Probably. I think it's uh, I think it's just a single. Is it a single or is it a double? It's a stack? single. But I mean, it just it it drops it them. Drops all eight ten bells right off the side. That first one makes a pretty good splash. Whenever I mean, it it hits it, the it, old it, it explodes. Asphalt. It explodes. Thinking those might have been some pretty tight, pretty loose bales. I don't know. It's still it Not loose. the bale, but the dry pretty, bales. yeah. Because it definitely has that poof whenever that yeah. string breaks. And they're pretty dusty. A little dusty. A little dusty, but that might be fragments, splinters, shrapnel. Yeah. But I, I don't know if his latch came undone, something broke. I've had a double bale trailer do something like this to us. It was in the field. I've had him do that in a field. I've never had it it do it like going down the road. No, I haven't had it do it coming down the road, but going through a field, I've had it jiggle loose and pop. Yeah. And usually it kind of torques up your trailer when it does that. doesn't do it any favors. No. But that one being a single, the ones we always had, they had a safety latch on them. And then you had to pick them up. Like you'd fold that bar out. Right. And then you'd have to... Dart it over. Well, if you look after he gets past there, it doesn't, it almost looks like they just fall off because it's not like that rack, that cradles flipped over there. You know, I don't know how it would just fall off. Well, I don't either, but a little further. A little further. We're trying the slow-mo. We're going sleuth action here. Oh, oh, oh. Go back, go back, go back. What are, you, what, are you, what are you doing? Just go oh, go bad. till they come off. They're coming off. Go till they're off. They're off. It dumps them. No, keep going. I am. See. Okay, it doesn't back. appear to me that that cradle's laid over. Right there. Right. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'll show you. I'll show you. It's right there. See it right there. Maybe. I'll take your word for it. Next time we need better security footage. See, I told you he wants back in. And then see, when it gets to here, that cradle flopped back over. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it did. I think it flipped up. Maybe it did. You letting him back in. I'm not dealing with the yipping. You letting him back in. And then in a close runner-up, we've got something. It's not really a fuck-up. It's more of something that is fucked up. Stay. We've got the... uh, Oh. Where's it? There. Somebody shot a tractor cab. We don't know that they did. Well, pretty sure that's a bullet hole. That's a hole. There's no bullet. Well, there is no bullet, and that's what he's complaining about. I guess he wants to be able to find a trophy. I don't think that's a bullet hole. What do you think it is? I don't know, but that looked like a big hole. I think that's a bullet hole. I mean, I could stick my thumb through that, Royce. I think it's a bullet hole. I could stick my thumb in that hole. It's a 4570 hole. First off, I couldn't stick my thumb through a 4570. By the time it goes through a glass window? No, because it didn't shatter around it. It just has that perfect little hole. Okay. So I couldn't stick my thumb through a 4570. If it was a 4570, it's not just going to poof. That buddy seat is going to be gone. <laughs> the gotta... same goes with any other bullet that is capable of producing a hole in a window that I can punch my thumb through. So I popped that perfect round hole in it. I don't know. maybe he threw something at it. Just got angry and said maybe seven. it was a rock. Fuck it. It could have been anything. The time I've seen a rock hit a windshield like that, it shattered it. Shattered Maybe it It's just out. a little one. That doesn't look like a little rock hole. We're back to the size of your thumb. Well, it was a good round rock. Hmm, is that good driveway gravel? Okay. Okay. that's well, It's not a bullet hole. I was just going off of the Commentary. I don't care it. about his commentary. Obviously, he's wrong because he can't find anything else that's broke. That's true. He cannot find the bullet hole. So this is stupid. Shouldn't he brought this one up? I'm disappointed in you. Blame blame sorghum Jesus. I don't have to blame him. Oh, he did share it. Well, and I felt like we needed did. He to share say it put it way. on the podcast? No. Did he say he not just to put it, it on the podcast? No. But how do you, you didn't even get his permission before sharing his videos? I feel like when he shares it in Conspiracy Corner, he should know that it's getting put on the podcast. Maybe he should, but it's maybe that's the bullets that hit JFK. Maybe that's maybe conspiracy. That's the, maybe that's where we're going into this. It could be. I it's mean, a, it, it was in the group, Conspiracy Corner. It's a magical, magical bullet. Some of those were... It's a fey some bullet. Some of those were fey bullets. Fairy bullets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The bullets of the phase. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So I didn't know they were big on guns. I thought they were more the bow and arrow type and swords. They're big on swords. Yeah, I can see swords, but uh, the fairies use guns in uh, in True Blood. Oh, well, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I forgot about True Blood. Yep, with wooden bullets. That that is right. The fae for- and vampires are in a constant state of um, eternal bow. mortal combat. Yes. Just. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Really is. Really is. Um, okay, so that's there we go. We appreciate you sending those to us, sorghum Jesus. If anybody else has anything you want to talk about, let us know. Yeah, send it up here. We'll put it on. We'll Obviously. Talk about it. We're not scared to put it on. No, not with or without your permission. We'll even share your name. With or without your permission. We didn't share sorghum Jesus' name. Everybody knows his name. Do they? It's Sorghum Jesus. Exactly. Jesus! That's his name <laughs> <laughs> Alright, okay. Tyler, where do you want to go from here? Um, we're going to go to Killing the Day Alright Because that's where it's supposed to be Let's kill it um, Okay, so uh, I guess you can go first Okay I brought Straight and Narrow by Sam Barber Is this song about clean living? You know it I figured it was. Just like we... Thank God that you're still growing old If them demons you fight and won't go away Drop on your knees and pray Life can get hard sometimes, I know You gotta get up and walk straight and narrow When they're chasing you down with an old bloodhound And you're running through fields for your life You gotta get up, son, I know they're gunning for you That's a good song. I have heard that song before. And I do like it. It is a good one. It is a good one. I like it. Well, thank you. I don't know Sam Barber. Seems like an okay guy. He does. Got a good voice. It is a good voice. Touch raspy. Sounds like a decent guitar player. Fair amount of range. Yep. Fair amount. Fair amount. Tyler, what do you have for us tonight? Well, uh, as usual, I'm going to go ahead and... Lead the team on this one. I've got Before My Fall by Blue Water Revival. What do you mean, lead the team? What do you mean by that? I don't want to tell you, because I don't want to hurt your feelings. Okay. Pretty well, you future just mine. Broadway's full of hungry souls, and all of them have common goals. And sadly, none of them are really free are a different case the only difference is the states none of them will ever want to see So there you go, Before My Fall. That's a good song. Blue Water Revival. I love it. I liked it. Good vocals. Yeah. Good music. Really got the whole package that you like in song. Steady beat. Just really a good toe tapper. It is. I enjoy it. You know what I don't enjoy? What's that? Your dog chewing on my chair. That's his chair now. Well, I mean, technically it's your wife's chair, but... So, it's, it's his. He's taking it. Okay. He's claimed it. You're just borrowing it. That's fine. <clears throat> it kind of feels like, uh, you know, the vibrating massage chairs. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he's really getting after it. And he's kind of got that that vibratory yeah. mechanism going. But it's not that pleasant. It's, it's not. Wait until he brings that Chewy over and chews with it on your foot. Um, like he's been doing? Has he had the chew toy on your foot. Yes. The hard one? Whenever he's not bashing it up against the hardwood floors in yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not real pleasant either. But that's okay. <clears throat> it makes him sad if you take it away from him, and then he doesn't want to be up here. Well, just like his owner. What? His way or the cry way. Seems like it. All right, Tyler. I believe you wanted to bring back an old, but gold segment. I don't even know if I want to anymore. Oh, okay. But you know what? We're going to anyway, so we're going to have a top five list here, and it's going to be probably a little bit downputting, but we're going to do it anyway, and it's a top five list of premium versions of everyday things that you buy, Royce. So, everyday things, you you use these in your everyday life. Yeah, just your standard things. Yeah. Like, you could buy cheap stuff, and it'll get you by just fine. But you you choose to buy the premium stuff And I'm going to start off And I'm going to go with shirts You know why? Because I'm a big fan of polo shirts As in polo the brand Ralph Lauren Okay They're they're Oxford shirts Button up shirts Whatever you call those Mm -hmm. The highest quality shirts on the market Really? Yes Well, that's They're heavy made They last for years You can build fence in them And barbed wire won't even hardly get through them Now that is a hell of an (laughs) ad Yes I've got to say I agree with you because I, I do not buy Ralph Lauren shirts, but I do buy higher-end shirts even to work in. The only th- problem that polo has is that they don't put pockets on them. Oh, that is unfortunate. you got to have a pocket on a work shirt. Gotta Obviously, have a you don't on. have to. I work in them all the time. i I like to have a pocket on my work shirt. It's nice. Not a necessity. Just like my $100 I, polo shirts. kind of is to me. But another trick, if you're going to get into the polo shirts, is either A, win the lottery, or B, you got to buy some goofy colors sometimes whenever they hit the clearance rack. I got you. got you. It's the same way with the Columbia Fishing shirts. Yes. You can't always find them. So sometimes you just, you can't find them on sale. You can't find them at all. You just buy them when you can get them. That's fact. So. That's fact. Okay. It's your turn. I'm going to go with power tools. We discussed this beforehand. Did I steal yours? No, we didn't. I don't know that that qualifies for what we're really talking about here. Because... A lot of your lower-end power tools, like your Walmart specials, I forget what brand they carry... Uh, black and dicker. I don't think they carry those anymore. Did they quit carrying black and They have black like and wolf and some other shit. I don't know. Oh, I didn't even know that there were brands cheaper than the black and dickers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they oftentimes will not accomplish the job. So I'm going to allow it. We're going to put it on the list. I just want it to be known that there is an asterisk. Okay. Because whenever you buy a drill that you, you like torque up the drill bit and it breaks off in your hand. <laughs> I don't know that that was necessarily going to get the job done. That is fair. But you could go a step above that very cheap. Because, I mean, you could also take that to your shirt example. You could buy a very cheap shirt. You, know, that you put I've it have had a shirt just, that, you that you just it Tommy it just, boy that son of a bitch as soon as it <laughs> comes just, on. I've never once had the that The just fall off. I haven't either, but I don't buy cheap Walmart shirts. I've bought some. They're, you know... They're fine. They're just not as comfortable. Okay. They're they're, they're but in terms of like keeping my nipples out of sight, and out of the barbed wire, it'll do it. All right. Keeping the snow off the old chest. <laughs> yes. Yes. So from that perspective, the cheap shirts work. No, and if you want to, we go tools in general. I, and again, you know, I've had I've held a Walmart drill in my hand, and it looked brand new. I don't know how long the guy had it, but I put the drill bit in, and I grabbed the end, and I squeezed the trigger, and it just the whole mechanism just broke out. <laughs> really? Yes, the chuck and everything. Just see, I would not have expected that. I would have figured it had held up for it was a like, couple of days, like maybe not a day <laughs> in the life of a contractor. But maybe a a project or two of somebody you know a little, little DIY. You know, yeah. maybe you can hang a new door or something like that. At least a couple pictures. But I'm not saying that that's always the case. But okay, neither, neither here nor there. You like your 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 high dollar stupid red power tools, and that's I fine. I do. That's fine. I'm not a bargain bin yellow guy. You're not really hitting the bargain bin <laughs> no, out of not. the Dewalt. <laughs> just. For well, the record, you're really not. You're not saving they're, any money. It's about the same price. Like their like their drill might be cheaper than a Milwaukee drill, but their impact probably costs more than the Milwaukee yeah. impact. I mean, and you know, I mean, like you're going to average out by the yeah. time you buy your <laughs> fifteen batteries tool are about set, the same. I mean, you're you're I don't know them the new Dewalt batteries are freaking sky high. Are they? Yes, the power stacks or whatever they call them. Because I, I got an email those. whenever they came out from Lowe's. I think they're yeah. like you know you save. 20%. and it, At 20%, I'm like, oh, is, that, is, that, is that calculating that? Because that is... <laughs> if that's what we're doing, Tyler's switching to red tools. Because I know the last battery I bought, which is a big one, probably no. the biggest... I don't know. I a step down from the biggest one. It costs more than the two pieces of equipment. or are the two tools I bought for my wife. Yeah. The battery costs... The one battery costs more than that. I hear you. They're expensive. Uh, they're... They're... Man. Those batteries are expensive. Worth every penny. They say they're not paying them kids in Africa anything to dig that lithium out of the ground, but somebody's making that money. It's the shipping. Oh, the freight. It's Is the that freight. what's getting yep. it? It's the freight. Because okay. those things are like shipping bricks. Well. They're fucking heavy. Okay, so on one hand, yes, you are correct. They are heavy. On the other hand, how many of them batteries can you stack into a car- shipping container? I'm going to say 30 because they're overweight after that. No, you can't get <laughs> overweight on a shipping container. Well, that is true, like on a barge, but you got to be able to ship it from the, the port to the rail yard. Yeah. So, I mean, it's got to go across the road there. Yeah. So, so your shipping container has to be under what? 50, 60,000 pounds. Probably less than that. If you don't have a big truck. But yeah. It'd depend on the truck, but it could weigh a hundred thousand with some trucks. So, you're getting negative on some trucks? No, because you can go up to 120 without permits. In the right states. In the right spots. Yeah, oh, fair enough. You put enough axles under it in some states, you can just keep adding axles, keep adding weight. I know. It's a crazy world. So, see, we could probably get 200,000 of them batteries in there. Mm, quite possibly. Quite possibly. Depends on the size that we're, we're dealing with a 20 foot shipping container, or 40, 45, 52. High ball, low ball. Just you're you're opening more questions than what you're closing up here, but well, I am. But you know, this, this is how we get to the bottom of things. Well, that's fair. As in, we don't, and we're still. Doing <coughs> <it>. <coughs> so, furthermore, it is my turn again, and I am going to go with boots. It's fair point. I can go wear instant bean boots. I've you done could. it before. And I don't know why people do it. Whatever. People love the ABs. And I'm probably going to catch some hate mail on this, but Anderson Bean, I think, makes the most uncomfortable cowboy boot known to man. And I'll agree with you on that. I've, I've, I'd have I've have to search high and low to find a more uncomfortable cowboy boot. Yes. I, I would agree with you 100% on that. I think I've owned exactly one, maybe two pairs of Anderson Bean boots. And I hated them. Yeah. I hated terrible. them. Yes. Terrible. Now, I want to say it was one pair of boots. I bought that one pair of boots. I was like, I am never buying these again. You know, the last pair I bought, I'd, I don't remember why I quit buying the handmade boots for a little bit, but uh, I was stepping on a post just trying to get it in the ground enough to where it would like stand up. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like a T-post, you know, that's got the arrow on it. It was just a little flat piece of triangle that was welded onto this uh, field sign post. And I just stuck my foot on I and mean, I just barely pushed down, sliced right through the sole of a pair of Ariat boots and got into my foot pretty, pretty hard. So I had to go buy a new pair of boots off the shelf. And the only thing Cavenders had that I kind of remotely liked was Anderson Beans and uh, never wore them out. I'll tell you that much. Yep. Nope. I agree with you hundred percent. And people, oh, you just didn't get broken. Uh, they were plenty broken. I gave them time. They were bad. It wasn't for a lack of trying. They weren't broke. They were bad. There you go. do which is better a B, which is unfortunate because they make a nice looking boot. They do I mean, not necessarily my style most of the time, but they they're a sharp looking boot yeah like the, the tops usually the patterns and everything you get they, they yeah, make a their colors on book. their tops get mm-hmm. a little get a little loud for me sometimes sometimes. But, I mean, they make a variety, enough of a variety, I think you find something you like. Yeah, you know, you can always find you some turquoise or some orange or some maroon or yeah. whatever bullshit color you're, you're digging that day. Um, I think the people that like Anderson Bean boots are the people that don't really wear boots. You may be right on that. Or they lie to themselves that they know what comfort is. It's hard to say. You know, maybe they're just... They like to be punished. We're going to have this talk again. About what? About your mouth in relation to where I'd that just, microphone is? just look is? back up at the microphone. Okay. Maybe, okay. maybe they just like, maybe they'd like their old lady to beat them when they get home. That took a turn I wasn't really expecting. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. Your, your call. My, call. My it's call. Number four. Let's get it. I am going to go with sunglasses. Sunglasses is a good one. Nobody I likes cheap glasses; they're uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. You can't see clearly out of them. They scratch first time you look at them. Yeah, it's like if, our it's like our good friend that always brags about how he buys the cheapest things because he loses them all the time. Well, it's just as well that he has to get a new pair of glasses every day because the first time he tried to clean them off with some window cleaner, you weren't going to be able to read out of them. No. Scratched up. They're going to and... smear. They're going <clears> to <throat> the tint's going to come off of them. That are terrible. 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 And you get just a little little speck of dirt in there and you try to wipe it off, and next thing you know, it looks like you took a screwdriver to them. <laughs> you know, it's just as wild. But yeah, no, I, I like my my brand name sunglasses. maybe not even necessarily your brand names. You don't have to go that far with that, but just your your quality eyewear. There you go. Quality eyewear. Um, That's like, where was I? Oh, I was at uh, Bass Pro Shops the other day, and they have their brand, which, I mean, it's a premium brand because they are are proud of them, but they look like well-made glasses, but they weren't your Ray-Bans, Maui Gems, whatever. I got you. Okay, and for my final thing. Royce, all right. What do you got? It's a it's a heavy hitter, okay. Toilet paper. Gotta have the good toilet paper. You could buy the Dollar General brand, but why would you want to? Honestly, anymore, I probably could get by with that because I'm more of a bidet man. Okay, but that's what we're talking about. But. I still I still shell out the extra money for the Charmin. Well, that's nice of you. Yeah. It's an important part of your day. It is. It is a very important part of your day. You screw that one job up, and you're going to know about it for the like, rest of the is, day. Like that is that is one of the worst parts about <laughs> pooping in a public toilet. Or traveling. Yeah. Hotels. Yep. I hate it. It's terrible. I almost want, you almost want to travel with your own roll of toilet paper. You know, I think I'm going to start doing that. It's a good idea. Because, you know, I'm about to go to Florida for a week. Um, I would like to uh, like to be comfortable that week. Might as well. Or just buy you a couple of rolls while you're there. Because I actually thought about that whenever I was in Dallas this weekend. And I thought, man, this sucks. This is terrible. I missed my bidet. I, the toilet paper was terrible. You know, it's just one of them deals. No, I hear you. I hear you. You pack the bidet up, take it with you. I don't think I want to carry it in an airport. Ah, you can do carry on. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to be sitting there at security. It's like, okay, make sure and you take your laptop out of the backpack and set it on there. It's like, okay, what about my bidet? Does it Does it, stay? Does it go? <laughs> does it count as a Do I need to put it in a second, <laughs> second deal? Is this my small personal item? Um, Where does this fit in? Because I feel, you know, anytime I'm going through security, I really want to make sure that I I take a breath and I don't draw attention to myself. And you're going to get pulled off to the side. Like if <laughs> for nothing not else, asking. they're going to be like, "All right, there's a story on why you're packing a portable bidet. <laughs> like, why? like, have you got like a medical condition? <laughs> or, <laughs> or happened to your asshole? Are you just Did like you? a weird dude? <laughs> it's like, ma'am, do you, are you safe? Can you travel with this guy right here? Or You're not an Amber alert out for you, is there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, um, Yeah, you know, that's a fair point. I thought so. I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all for that one. And I think we've talked about this on here before, but if you have not purchased a bidet from Amazon, just simple, bolt on, put a T into your water supply, go. Easy to hook up. Life-changing. 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 Highly recommend, people. Highly. I'm going to have to try it. Cannot recommend it enough. You're going to have to get one. I'd let you come try mine out, but it's kind of a personal deal. Like, yes, Like, what am I going to do next that you try out my wife? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Some things are sacred, bud. I know. That's, that's why I hadn't asked to come try out your bidet. Oh, that's for the best. I think Dad's got one he never hooked up. Well, <laughs> Because okay. he had shoulder surgery, and I said, oh, oh you're going to love this. Fair enough. Lazy bastard never even hooked it up and tried it. It's because he didn't have it. You should have hooked it up for him. He had shoulder surgery. He had plenty of time. I gave it to him like a month before he did it. Because it was his Christmas present. Ah. Yeah. And then one of his buddies at work was getting shoulder worked on. And he said, oh, I got something for you. I'm like, really? You didn't even try it. How do you know that it's going to be so helpful? (laughs) (laughs) Will he buy him a bidet? I like think he gave him that one that I gave him. So your dad doesn't have it anymore. I d- I, d- I just remembered that as I was telling these stories, yeah. and I don't I don't recall if he still has it or not. Huh? But he might. Maybe that guy got a little weirded out whenever his boss was trying to give him a bidet. I don't know. <laughs> may or may not have been used. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah, like I, that may violate some HR codes. You know, I don't think it's going to violate any policies. And I don't think you're necessarily going to get in trouble about that, but I think there will be a conference call, maybe an email, <laughs> a few follow-up questions. You know, why did you give your subordinate a bidet? Was there some sort of tone that you were saying? <laughs> um, <laughs> what what kind of conversations are happening in this office that there, there's, you felt that he there's needed gonna a bidet. Be some, There's going to be some people some questions. That's all I'm saying. And for good reasons, you know, and, for and, good and you know, a lot of times I get some stuff from HR, not normally like directed at me, but like I get lots of emails, corporate are you sure stuff. you're not that person? I have gotten those, not for this company. <laughs> In a previous world, I did. Um, those were very directed and they were phone calls, but um, <laughs> neither here nor there. This is just corporate HR people policies. And you read them and you think, this is unwarranted. Why are we talking about this? If you want to ask follow-up questions because your superior gave somebody a bidet, I feel like that's completely, totally justifiable. It has to be. It has to be. I'm not getting on you about that. Okay. So that rounds it up. We got toilet paper, power tools, and uh, boots, and sunglasses sunglasses. And shirts. And shirts. Yes, sir. Well, that was fun. If you have any ideas for the things that we could do for top five lists, I've got some, some ones that would be fun, but um, we don't ever think about them. It's what happens. It's what happens. Well, Royce, what do you want to talk about? You're pulling stuff up. You're clicking. I hear you're computing. Have you seen this? What is that? Uh, a large portion of Missouri has figured out that their corn didn't pollinate. Um. Yeah, that's understood like they were rocking along they knew they were in trouble but they thought they were all right how how were they rocking along all i've seen since june one is how fucking dry it is over there and how everybody's gonna die and we're gonna run out of money and we can't buy our king ranch pickups and our boats well no they couldn't buy platinum so they had to buy king ranches instead. well whatever no they could they couldn't buy king ranch and a boat they had to choose oh had to had to pick what like look at that field just it's not nothing. looking good, man. That that doesn't that cob is bare. Yeah, there's there's zero pollination going on there. And also while we're looking at that, that is on the website formerly known as Twitter X. It's X now. Why and when did that happen? You know I don't I don't I don't think I ever saw why. Um. Which I know it's been a few weeks. I was trying to remember exactly whenever that went down, huh? but I, I never heard anything about it. One day, I think you, you shared something with me, or said look this up on Twitter, and I went to looking for Twitter on my phone. I couldn't fucking find it. Like I, it had disappeared. I understand. And then I was like, "What is, what is this website, and why is it on my phone? Because it almost looks dirty." It's only one X. It is. But then maybe there's not room for three of them the way he did it. You know, I, I I don't know. But then apparently he's also annoying half of San Francisco with a bright X on it, the top of his building. Yes. They are not happy with that. Dude. And I find that hilarious. It's pretty funny. It really is. I, I don't understand why people just want a dog on that dude. I Like for everything. Well, and in then in the midst of that, there was something said about all the companies that are fleeing San Francisco, like all the tech companies that are leaving right. because they can find better deals elsewhere. And he stood beside San Francisco and said, "No, Twitter will not leave. The headquarters will be there. <coughs> We're sticking it out with you guys through thick and thin." But all he catches is shit from them. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Um, you know, it's like when everybody got all bent out of shape because he was going to buy him. It's like, well, if he wants to spend $40 billion buying Twitter, like, well, who are you to judge? Yeah. He's got the cash, the check cleared. Let's, What's let's, the big deal? That's the way it works in the society And then he today. starts working on the crowd sharing, I don't know, the money part of Twitter. He works on optimizing that. And everybody's like, well, is stupid. Why are you doing that? It's like, well, because it's better. Ah, nah, it's Elon And then uh, you know There's something else that he was doing on there He went from Savior to villain Real quick He really did What did he do Oh they were uh, Somebody needed Donald Trump's Twitter feed from his final days On Twitter you know With yeah. the whole January 6th and whatnot. And it, he was like three days past the deadline, turned the stuff over. They fined him like $3 million or $300,000 or something like yeah. that. He paid the fine. And people are still bad-mouthing him for it. And I'm like, again, what do you care? He wrote the check. He turned over the documents. Yeah. So like he's hiding something. It was probably a deal. He had something else going on in his life that was worth more than that $3 million that he had to give to the government for it. Maybe he didn't think they were really going to find him. But, I mean, yeah. regardless, he took care of it. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's a crazy mixed up world we live in. When It is. But now we're past that. We're back into non-pollinating corn. It's just. Uh, it's a sad deal. It is. Um, but, you know, they had had a lot of heat go through there. They had a lot of those days that they, I think it was right before they tasseled, where they laid all that over in the big windstorms and stuff. In the dericos, Whatever they're calling them, the windstorms. I got you. I'm sick and tired of names. Are you? We're back to what we talked about on the last episode of labels. Why does everything have to have such a specific, it can't just be a windstorm, it's got to be a Derrico? Because frankly, if you tell me there was a derico that went through, I have to look up exactly what a derico is. I, I kind of heard it enough times now. Yeah. But the first time I'm like, what is that? Oh no. <laughs> what he's talking about? <laughs> what what is it? <laughs> is, that, is that bugs? Some does somebody have a encyclopedia I can borrow for just, just a minute. Um no just say windstorm. And I think if it's an old enough dictionary, it's not gonna or encyclopedia or dictionary, it's not gonna be in there because I'm pretty sure they made that up in the uh Late teens. It's like haboob. Yeah. No dust storm. It's not. It's not that's not um, descriptive enough. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was in my <sighs> mid twenties the first time I heard the word haboob used. I was in college, yes. I'm like crotchety old man, which I guess technically I am, but yeah. Well, you're getting there. It just I don't I don't I don't understand. I don't, there's so much out of this world I don't understand, but <laughs> I think that the wind storms probably hurt that quite a bit. Especially from what I heard with it being like right before, right at tassel. And then they said, oh yeah, but it's standing back up. And I'm like, "Yeah, tassel corn laying down. It drops its pollen straight down. So like if it happened to land, lay over onto a different ear, maybe you've got a pollination there. Yeah. Yeah, I'd see that. Filters down through the other leaves onto the yeah. ears. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's short enough corn then it wouldn't have been that bad, but might have been uh, you know. It's, it's also a critical time for it to have happened yeah because you don't really want that plant thinking about trying to stand back up you want that plant making babies that's exactly what you want reproduce them um, but you know I don't I don't know it's fine it's not fine I feel it's, bad for them I mean it's not fine for misery I mean I don't I don't know what else they're going to do but they live in a place called misery so they probably should have seen this one coming they, they should have you know they got all them asinine land rent rent, rent prices up there. It's is not it, quite ice state bad, but it's, it's pretty fixing bad. To say, yeah. Um, so maybe this will help cure them some of them problems. I doubt it. It might. It'll just put them on ice for a year. Maybe two. You don't know. I, I guess it could. It could knock them back too, but I doubt it. You know, I read a deal the other day that said whenever China hit their population density or something like that, the demographic that the United States is currently in. That their land values plummeted for 27 straight years. What? Yes. Wow. I didn't read the article. I just read the headline. How does that work in a communist country? I, mean, I don't know. Might have been before communism. Well, I guess it could have been, yeah. So I don't know exactly whenever communism took over. Shortly after World War II. Was it right after World War Two? Yeah, I think not remember if it was after. between World War One and World War Two, or shortly afterwards. I think War II. they were. I don't think they were communist yet in World War Two. I think it was shortly thereafter. It like had I, to be pretty shortly thereafter because they were communist during the Korean conflict. Yeah, no, I think maybe they were headed that way during World War Two, but they had not actually gone okay. communist yet. That's fair. But that's fair. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure late '40s they were. Okay. They turn communist pretty quick, that makes sense, yeah not that big on my Chinese history, but i that's I feel like that's where it is, no, that's cool, so maybe maybe that's when they hit it. I don't know I don't know, but it seems like it would be hard to keep track of your Land prices. Whenever the government owns everything, that's what I was thinking. Like, Maybe that's why it fell. Maybe it's because the communists—we're like, not paying that much. We're buying it oh. from you, but we're going to buy it for this amount. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm surprised they bought it and they didn't just say. By the way, this is ours now. Well, I think they you kind of had to technically to buy it. I don't format. think they probably did like cash prices. But I'm sure they they there was some bargaining going in on there. Like, hey man, here's a loaf of bread. You know what? We're feeling generous today. Here's two loaves of bread. Your farm, our farm. Then, you know, they come to buy the next half, and it's like, well, here's your loaf of bread. Well, I mean, last time it was two loaves. Well, that was last time. (laughs) This is this time. That was a good day. You should have tried for four. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. yeah, Very interesting. That That was interesting. This is interesting. So, um, when, is, when is our land prices going to start falling? Because I don't think they're going to. Well, I don't know. I think they may... I didn't read the article. They may take a dip at some point, but I would even be surprised by that. Because everybody's figured out they're not making any more land. Everybody wants land. Well, and the Chinese are buying it. And the Chinese are buying it. Other foreign powers are buying it. I mean, it's, it's a real screwed up deal we got going on. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what makes this whole deal even worse for the Missouri guys? But They don't have any pollinated corn. It's that Smithfield and Tyson are shutting down plants in misery like nobody's business. So they ain't got no place to take their hogs either? Uh, Yeah, they permanently closed down. What did I read? A bunch of hog plants. Really? Yeah, and then Tyson shut down a bunch of chicken plants. Why? I don't think that was all specifically in misery. Well, somebody was saying that the Pork people were losing like a billion dollars over the last two years. I thought pork prices were fairly high in the US. Apparently not. Because I thought that African swine swine flu fever? Yes. Whatever, had pretty much wiped out a lot of foreign competition. And so that the I thought the hog industry was doing fairly well over here. Apparently not. I mean, you got to jump through a lot of hoops to get into them. The storm. Chinese are not digging misery. Well, that's unfortunate for them. Because, you know, that's who on Smithfield. Yeah. Yes. Okay. For some reason, I was thinking it was Brazil, too, but. I don't think so. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so you got that going on, which is going to suck for them. Um, they got no corn. If you're thinking about moving to Misery, I don't know that that... Apparently, according to this map, their beans are not in any better condition, really, than their corn is. Well, I don't know why they would be. I mean, it would make a lot of sense for it to be. <sighs> they lack a pretty similar atmosphere, Royce. That's a pretty fair point. It's why they're grown together so well. They both use a lot of water. Fair amount. Fair amount. So. You got anything else over there that you want to talk about? No, I just thought that was interesting. I'd heard that earlier in the week, and I didn't know if you'd heard about that. Been hearing about it forever on Twitter. Uh, Nothing official on that that type of front. I don't know. Um, I had something wrote down on here. Okay, so this isn't really farming related. But I'm going to talk about it anyway. Have you seen the untold documentaries that they do on Netflix? Yes. Actually, I wanted to bring this up too. Did you watch the Johnny Manziel I one? I did. I watched it last night. Watched it night before last. I have got to say... That while that wasn't probably like the best documentary that I've seen, it was so educational, but not educational at the same time. <clears throat> yes, like there was so much information that came out, but I liked how they just like presented the information and let the person draw their own conclusion as to why Johnny is not playing fucking football anymore. Like the fact that he openly admits that he had freshmen taking drug tests for him at AM. He watched 0.00 minutes yeah. worth of game film. He had teammates that said he was not professional football material. Like he he had he was all talent and no work. He was Johnny football and then he was Johnny dressed up like Scooby Doo. Yeah. No, he was he was their party. He was their to party. Yes. But apparently that guy, and I didn't realize it, but he had so much talent. Like, that was all talent. 100% talent. God, there didn't seem to be a lot of effort going into it. No way. No <laughs> <effort. laughs> Might have been at some point. but So, and I mean, you got to. I is, mean, past the time, and he openly admitted that whenever he got to A&M. That whole, you know, you do the same thing as the guy next to you that he talked about doing in high school. Yeah. Because, you know, in Kerrville, he said, you know, you were doing the same thing that the guy next to you was doing. Everybody was doing it. Everybody was doing it, Everybody was doing it together. Everybody was working to get better. So, I guess he did put forth some effort in high school. Yeah. It but sounded the like s- it. second he got to o- uh not OSU, a he said, he's like, no, nah, I'm done with that shit. I'm better than him. I'll have to go practice. Yeah. And he didn't. just And they were fine with it. And there's so many people. And, and apparently, old Kingsbury at one point said... After he got in trouble the first time said, no, no, that's who we're hanging the it's team on. It's just Johnny. <laughs> yeah. We'd be fine. Yeah. No, but that, he told the head coach, that's who we need. Like, it doesn't matter what he did, but it's, that's who we need for the team. Yeah. But, you know, I did think it was kind of funny. At the very first of that, they were talking to his dad, and he said, yeah, you know, we raised our kids, you know, to just do the right thing and work hard, and, you know, I feel like it works pretty well, and you start thinking about it. and. Then he's got, you know, where he's telling his kid, like, you cannot do that. You have to stop doing this. You have yeah. to go to practice. You have to quit hanging around with these djs and doing this shit. And it just blows him off. And at one point, they don't even talk for like a year or whatever. I'm like, well, I don't know that you understand what we raised our kids to just do the right thing was. And I'm not putting it all on his dad. Yeah. I'm just saying that was a pretty ballsy statement coming out the gate. Whenever you're doing a documentary on Netflix about how your kids a fuck up, <laughs> hopefully yeah. I never find myself in his shoes to so that I have to eat my That's, words here. That is true, but then, but you know, he could have fixed it. We tried to raise our kids. Yeah, we tried to instill in him work ethic and and maybe some of that which the was the magic of editing. It could have been. I don't but know. But it the, it did not portray it that way in the docuseries. And another question I have that I got from this, how did that D-Gen get into the AM Hall of Fame? Because he was that good of a football player while he was there and that. Like apparently, him to- don't they have like a big honor code at AM? I thought like that. Like they did. don't let you walk on the fucking grass. But if you're a gambling DGEN that drinks and smokes weed all day and Gets fired from your jobs by your agent and your boss. Like, oh, that's cool, man. It's all yeah, good. No, We're gonna put good. you in the Hall of Fame, real well, quick. Well, but I mean, they they allowed that is he is the one that allowed them to rebuild the stadium to SEC standards.
1: At least that's the way. Owe
0: him anything at that point? No, I don't. I don't think they did either. But, it's not like they gained anything. Like, it's not like they've got some great alumnus with all this. He do not even have a job. No. Like, it's not like he's still donates. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it clearly <laughs> says at the end of the documentary that he is doing nothing. He cannot mentally handle playing football. I don't get how. They talked about in there how much that university had changed in the last 20 years or whatever. Yeah. And, man, how the mighty have fallen. Because they are, they got Johnny Manziel in the Hall of Fame. Not even the athletic Hall of Fame, just, just, just the, foot. like, oh man, he's he's best of the best over there, cream of the crop. That's no, I thought, it, I thought it was the football Hall no, of Fame. No, it was just Texas AM Hall of Fame. Oh, I thought it was the football no. because it was at Kyle Field. It's where they do everything. Oh, no, that is true. That's that is the their, mecca of the cult. Yeah, well, fair enough. Fair enough. But you know, they used that to be a big ag and mechanic, and uh, Liberal arts school now. Getting pretty close. It is 100%. It has been for the last 10 years. Really? Yes. you still hear lots of engineers coming out of there, though? Uh, yeah. So they're still producing ag majors, That's not fair. at the rate they're turning out BAs. I wonder how that number differs from like WT or Tarleton or. Well, I can tell you percentage. right now, WT is going to be real heavy on the science degrees. Well, that's fair. Um, Tarleton is going to be very high on ag degrees. Because, you know, I'll be honest. I know a lot of people that went to Tarleton. I don't know anybody that doesn't have an ag degree of some sort. I know a couple of accountants. Okay. And one, computer science. I don't know if he got a a master's or if he just taught there or worked for him. You know who I'm talking about. If you got a high school degree, I think you're qualified to teach at Tarleton. No, Probably. You know, I had my roommate at Clarendon. That we talked to on here? Yeah, Joe. You know, he left between – I think he he quit Clarendon at Christmas of our sophomore year and transferred to Tarleton, I think. Okay. Um, So, anyway, we had been taking one of the accounting classes – it was either financial or managerial accounting and he failed it. And he went to Tarleton and I was talking to him one day. I was like, well, did you ever take that accounting class over? He said, man, it's kindergarten class compared to what y'all did at Clarendon. And I said, Oh, he said, yeah, that thing was tough. This thing down here. No big deal. You show up every day. I got an A in that class. Really? No, man. I doubt Joe even showed up every day, but (laughs) nothing personal, buddy. Love you. Um, But, yeah, because I was talking about how the next accounting class I took was really easy compared to the original. He was like, no, I'm retaking that one. It's no problems. (coughs) Well? It's the H&R Block of Accounting Schools. Okay. It's what I was told. Doesn't leave you with a lot of faith. Not a whole lot, but I know people that use H&R Block. They're not going to prison yet. I know somebody that used to work at H&R Block. Well, there you go. She's not in prison. No, she's not. So there you go. I also don't think she had an accounting degree. Well. <laughs> but she would file your taxes for you. Appreciates you uh, proving my point there. Yeah. That's nice of you. But That's anyway, it. no, I was just curious what the uh, the actual statistics would be. Across all the A and M schools, if they've all gone to a higher number of arts, well, I mean the the percentages have probably changed compared to twenty twenty five years ago, because for one, there's so many more liberal arts degrees that one can pursue, yeah, and there's so many more stupid people that are willing to pursue that's the all of these you know underwater basket weaving endeavors. And, you know, that was a joke back when we were in college. Well, what would you major in? Underwater basket weaving. But it's it started to get more and more true. Just but, waiting for it, man. But also at WT, and I don't know if it's because it needed it because it was the oldest building at the time or what, but when we were there, the first building that got upgraded or updated and remodeled was the Fine Arts Center. And the last one to get um, updated was, has been really the Ag Building. No, because they started redoing the Ag building whenever Fred was a freshman. The old Ag building, not the A&S, but the one next to it. Did they ever actually use that one? No, they ended up doing something different. That's whenever they moved Ag. They moved Ag from the Ag building to the A&S building. They yeah. changed the Ag building into something different. And well, then it they was started storage. The A&S was storage while we were there. No. And then they we started We took classes redoing. at the ANS. Or not the ANS, but the AG building. Yes. But the, the the they were trying to d- figure out how to tear out the asbestos without spending uh, the, forty okay. billion yeah, dollars. Yeah, that's so you know they moved the ag to the ANS and then they split the AS and the and old main and they were doing that that there. And then they rebuilt the fine arts building. Okay. And then they redid the uh AS in part, and then they built the new AG program. Yes. Which, at some point in that period, they also built the Ag Education Center out there at the dairy. That's right. They did that while we were there. Uh, They did that before I got there. So, it would have been probably... Because I think you were one of the first ones to start using that. They opened that whenever I was a sophomore at Clarendon, I think. Okay. So, I'm not far off on my timeline. No. No. I mean, it would have been probably your sophomore year whenever they started doing First all that. First or second. <laughs> I don't know. Hard to say. I don't know. But yeah, no, that that all seems to fit. Yeah. But they did need to do the the art building over there because they've got communications stuff. They, you're I mean, right. it's, they it did. is the Fine Arts Center, but it's... But that was, that was one of the earliest improvements they made on campus. Yeah. But, and like I said, I don't know. This is just straight conjuncture because I don't know if that's because maybe it was the oldest building on campus because they started doing that right after I got there. And then, you know, they went everywhere else. But the fine arts was the first one. Maybe it's because it needed it the worst. It probably was. They were also working on Old Main whenever I was there. But they didn't do like a total shutdown Rebuild, yeah, they just it was more like intensive redecorating, yes, because I think there was some stuff that wasn't exactly ADA compliant, and I think there was just a few other little things that they kind of which I mean, it was a hundred year old building at that point, oh, yeah, 100, 101. Yeah, I don't remember if it was the year that you graduated or the year after you graduated that they started working on that, but yeah, right around I can't remember if they had plans because. That last year I was there, I didn't have any classes in Old Main. But I remember either they had plans or they had already started yeah. working on it. But, you know, you always hear, well, this is the next phase. And, but it's cool what it looks like now. It's, and it just like they were talking about at A&M, WT, we were there, what, a month ago, two months ago? Yeah. Completely different campus than what, we, what it was when we were there. Um, yes, but one thing that they do have in common is that they were both fixed for the worse. It is a nightmare to try to drive around. Oh, it WT is. Camp. Like, it is a walking campus. Now. Yeah. And there, I think they do that on purpose. But, you know, when we were there, it was very much a driving campus, but you could see it starting because that's when they took out the street in front of the JBK. And they put that bull buffalo that's nursing a calf out there in the family. Oh, fountain. yeah. Um, and they made that walking That was path. before my time. That would have been the year before year or two years before you got there, they built that like whenever I was a senior in high school, because I remember them working on that whenever I was on college tours okay, because I know when I was a freshman, that street you could still drive down it right I could remember if it was the, and I think it was the second year I was there, and that would that'd fit with that timeline, but be pretty close, yeah, but back to Johnny Manziel. We keep getting off in the weeds. We do. It's bad, but it is what it is. I I don't feel like any of those people, until it was like a a serious, like, oh, we're fucked. I don't think anybody really ever tried to sit him down and say, hey, man, we have to do things a certain way. Like Cliff was the perfect example of that. He he admitted. He's like... (sighs) That some bitch keeps putting up points on Saturday. He can he do whatever do what the hell he wants. he wants. He even openly admitted his best game. Yeah, he was hung over. He was hung over he as hell. He said, "You better show up." Yeah, that's all he said. And he showed up, and he showed up, showed out. He made it work. Um, and I think that was probably to his detriment. That yeah, he, he did have that such a good natural ability that. Yeah, he was able to skate by, and they let him skate by because he was better than everybody else. But it didn't; he didn't have to work for it, no. And so he didn't care about it, no. He wanted to be Johnny Football, so he get laid. Yeah, I think he said that too. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, but I mean that is that was a very interesting documentary, but it's. Like, like even said, if you don't care about football or A&M, because I don't care. I, I hate A&M. I don't really like football that much. I remember seeing Johnny Manziel highlights and stuff at bars. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I didn't watch the games that close or anything. See, I had forgotten he dropped out of college. Yeah, he went and in and hit the draft. Because I, I thought he had played out his career at A&M. No. And so, I had forgotten about that. and uh, it, it, it was interesting. Yeah. It was eye opening it was, you know, it kind of it, it gives you that like if you if I'd have seen somebody today fucking off, I'd have been like, hey, you want to be Johnny Manziel? <laughs> you, is that, that what you want to do with your life? You know, up until the end, it looked like it's a lot of fun. Well, it still looks like he's having fun. He's just hanging out with his boys in Arizona, throwing darts, drinking beer. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's grilling not doing steaks. Anything. I mean, I, he might still be set. I don't know. Maybe he's not the. Story of woe that we think he is But he's still awful young I'm trying to figure out where his money's coming from Like did he make that much money Selling illegal signatures and stuff I don't know Because I mean it talked about whenever he was going to spend all his money And kill himself Yeah And it seemed like he was doing a pretty damn good job Of spending all his money He tried pretty fucking hard And then he, he quit on the second half of that deal Which you hear about those stories a lot But normally whenever they're telling you about those stories They have a job (laughs) <laughs> like It's like, hey man, here's the deal I was, was going to spend all my money I was going to kill myself I spent all my money I couldn't pull it through I went and got help And now every morning Whenever I'm just clocking into my 9 to 5 I'm thinking, pussy <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember I, I heard somebody say that Specifically that is, on that the is documentary dark. That is dark <laughs> And he said it with a laugh He's talking yeah. about himself But um, that was kind of what I was expecting To go down Not yeah, man, I got this sick crib, me and the boys hanging out. No, and he talked about being sober, and then at the end he's sitting there just pounding Stella. Pounding a beer. It's like, I see sobriety stuck. (laughs) Maybe he just meant he got off the cocaine. I'm guessing that's what it meant. But no, that that was a very interesting documentary. Uh, I mean, like you said, not a lot of knowledge gained. (laughs) Well, they did a very good job of they weren't judgmental. They didn't try from what I could tell to cast that in any particular light. No, I think it was very neutral. <laughs> it was responsible journalism. Cuz I mean in one hand at one point you feel real sorry for Johnny because I mean nobody held him up to anything. Yeah, nobody nobody tried to hold him accountable and make him yeah. do stuff. It just Cuz I mean he's he's doing what they wanted him to do. He's putting points on the board. Just he had year old his, kid with a dream, man. He had a buddy that was his scapegoat for the mm-hmm. the whole signature deal. And yeah, I mean it, it they came up with a lie that well, and his even family his family had even oil his money. Grandpa. Yeah. He's like, Hey grandpa, I need to buy some plane tickets, to go out to Vegas, but uh, you know, I can't really put this in the bank. So uh us say I give you some cash and you No, you he <laughs> he openly admitted to laundry. He goes, Granddad, I need to hide money in yes. with you.
1: The Not granddad
0: admitted that he laundered it for <laughs> him. <laughs> he goes, "Yeah, no, I mean we can do that. You can give me money, I'll write you a check, and then you can cash it in your bank account, and it looks like a gift from me. <laughs> like awesome, granddad, appreciate it." Which I know I love my grandparents. They do a lot for me. I think it's going to stop at money laundering. I think it's going to raise a few questions with them. They may raise an eyebrow or something when I say, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this cash." Here's the deal. If I showed up at my granddad's house and I gave him $30,000 and I said, "Hey, put this in your bank account. Then write me a check so I can put it in my bank account as a gift." I'm not getting 30,000 back. No. Probably going to be sitting somewhere in the 10 range i was thinking fifteen, but because I know damn well he's going to want to have to pay his taxes because he doesn't want to get in trouble for tax fraud. That's so, and then he's going to want it. his cut. So basically, me, grandpa, and the government are going to have a three way split going on this thirty <laughs> grand that I got for signing footballs. And it's wild you can make that much money signing footballs. It is so wild. I mean, just mind boggling. Yeah, I don't know. And then he starts the whole money thing. And it's, it's it's. like, dude, you barely got away with it. Maybe maybe we just tone it down. I mean, what are they going to do at this point? Kick him out of college? Uh, obviously, a and not. They're going to put his ass in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Already did. Well, at that yeah. time. Yeah. Well, he had a good excuse. His family came from oil money. But they didn't. I can't I believe mean, they were doing okay. I saw their house. Yeah, they're doing. They're I living in Kerrville. Yeah, they're they're, they're fine. fine, but not. I'm going to give my kid thirty grand a month. Fine. Yeah. I didn't no, think. And, and you would think somebody like a journalist, somebody would have looked into that. Like, hey, what does parents do? You know, some of that's open record. Like you can see. It'd have been that, pretty easy. Like I mean, especially with the Secretary of State of Texas, it's like, um, hey, Manziel, what do they pop up on? Big oil companies like they, they part in on Enron yeah. or that they, they they own land that has oil leases you know something like that yeah and and I think no journalist did their job on that one nobody looked it they that. were just like oh Johnny Menzel he claims his family has oil money no they didn't it's even fine. say that they were they just ran with it they're like oh yeah he's from Texas he's an old yeah. old money it's no big deal NCAA is just being a bunch of pains in the ass yeah it's got that that guy's got to be right. Can't be wrong. It's an eighteen year old kid that's got forty grand walking around money. Like, obviously he's not a liar. Yeah, he's not gonna lie about this. Yeah. Just it's the same kid that got in a fight with his girlfriend. Like, I mean, come on, we can take his word. In their defense, I think the girlfriend (laughs) fight was after that. Okay. (laughs) My bad. He he was at that point not known for Being in domestic altercations. Okay. Yeah. He was just a drunk at that point. Yeah. Because that's what he went to jail for. Yeah. Drinking underage. Yes. Yes. With a fake ID. Yes. And who hasn't done that? I haven't. Well, that's just because you couldn't find a good fake ID. Didn't really need one. Well, when you're It didn't slow me down any, Royce. When you're that tall and bald. I mean, I still had hair. (laughs) I bet your hairline was already going back. No, no. You go back and look at pictures. It it happened shortly after college. <laughs> that just reminds me of one of my brother's buddies there at old Frank Phillips. His hairline was halfway up his head. said, yeah, anytime I want to go buy beer, I just take my ball cap off, walk in the store. Nobody ever questioned it. We had a guy like that in high school. <laughs> you know... Some people may question a beard, but nobody ever questions a hairline. No, that's. <laughs> I get carded more today than I ever did whenever I was the young one. Though. I think they're cracking down more. They seem, I mean, awesome shit. Yeah. They want to see the damn thing every day. Every time. I don't know. I don't know. Royce, have you had enough of this? I don't know. Have you? I think I have. Okay. Sitting at an hour and a half. It's fine. We probably got 20 minutes to cut out of that. Yeah. But that's fine. Well, hey, everybody, we appreciate you listening. Um, uh, Giggles, you know what you did? Way to go. You know that we're upset about it. Um, Everybody go and make sure and check out all of our lovely sponsors. And then real quick, before we get out of here, we're going to leave with a gin trivia question. Oh, boy. True or false, at the turn of the century, turpentine was a common gin addition. True. That is true. It generated resinous woody notes. Huh. No, I think you hear something about turpentine gin. Maybe. Seems to... I wouldn't think turpentine would make woody notes, but... Yeah, it makes sense. Isn't turpentine made out of, like, pine resin or something? Not 100%. I thought it was a, an oil-based product. Obtained from the distillation of resin. Harvested from living trees. That's what I thought. There you go. London once had a thriving gin industry. However, at the end of the 20th century... Which brand was the city's sale or sole producer? Beefeater, Gordon's, or Tangare? Beefeater. You are correct. Okay. Well, very good. Well, with that, we'll leave you. Once Hope. again, check out all of our uh, lovely sponsors. We've got the Livestock Podcast, Mo Cattle Company, Meat Club Lambs. Texas Beverage and Package and Ballard Guns. We hope that you enjoyed it. And if you didn't, blame Hadley. It's his fault. Talk to him about it. Thanks, guys. See you. Love you. Bye.